It is with great joy that I come to you today to share with you a little from God's Word. This time of the year is a time when God's people, His children, reflect on the death and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. There is a song entitled, Lead Me to Calvary, written based on Luke chapter 23, verse 33. And when they were come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him. Jeannie Evelyn Hussey, she wrote in the first stanza, King of my life, I crown thee now. Thine shall the glory be, lest I forget thy thorn-crowned brow. Lead me to Calvary, lest I forget Gethsemane, lest I forget thine agony, lest I forget thy love for me. Lead me to Calvary. That's the purpose of the Lord's Supper, the Holy Communion that we take. It is a reminder of our Lord and Savior who gave his life on the cross for us so that we can have eternal life. We are told that every time we observe the Lord's Supper, we must do it to remember him and what he did for us. Today, I want to start a little series that would lead us into Easter. I want to speak a little bit about the triumphal entry. Now, this account is recorded in all four of the Gospels. You find it in Matthew 21, verse 1 to 11, Mark 11, verse 1 to 11, Luke 19, 29 to 38, and John 12, 12 to 50. I want to call your attention today to the passage found in Luke 19. I want to read for you from verse 28 to about 42 and share with you some thoughts from this portion of Scripture. In verse 28, the Bible said, And when he had thus spoken, he went before, ascending up to Jerusalem. And it came to pass, when he was come nigh, to Bethage and Bethany, at the mount called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, saying, Go ye into the village over against you, in the which at your entering ye shall find a cold tide, whereon yet never man sat, loose him, and bring him hither. And if any man asks you, Why do you loose him? Thus shall ye say unto him, because the Lord had need of him. And they that were sent went their way and found even as he had said unto them. And as they were loosing the colt, the owners thereof said unto them, Why loose ye the colt? And they said, The Lord had need of him. They brought him to Jesus, and they cast their garments upon the colt, and they said, Jesus thereon. And as he went, they spread their clothes in their way. And when he was come nigh, even now at the descent of the Mount of Olives, 
the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works that they had seen, saying, Blessed be the King that cometh in the name of the Lord, peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees from among the multitude said unto him, Master, rebuke thy disciples. And he answered and said unto them, I tell you that if these should hold their peace, the stones would immediately cry out. And when he was come nigh, he beheld the city and wept over it, saying, If thou hast known, even thou, at least in this thy day, the things which belong unto thy peace, but now they are hid from thine eyes. I'm going to stop there with the reading and try to explain a few things in regards to this for the next few days. The time had come for Jesus to go to Jerusalem. He was bound in the spirit to Jerusalem, knowing very well what was going to happen to him there. Not that he went to Jerusalem ignorantly, not knowing what would happen. Because we read in Matthew chapter 20, verse 17 to 19, the Bible said, And Jesus, going up to Jerusalem, took the twelve disciples apart in the way, and said unto them, Behold, we go up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man shall be betrayed unto the chief priests and unto the scribes, and they shall condemn him to death, and shall deliver him to the Gentiles to mock, and to scourge, and to crucify, and the third day he shall rise. He prepared his way for this entry. Jesus had come from Jericho. If you read about it in Luke chapter 18, from 35 to about Luke chapter 19, verse 10, he is now close to Jerusalem. He's at a place called Bethage and Bethany. When he got there, he stopped until the way could be prepared so that when he entered the city, people would know he was presenting himself as the Messiah. This was the only time in his ministry that Jesus actually planned and promoted a public demonstration. Up to this time, he had cautioned people not to tell who he was. There were times he deliberately avoided public scenes. You may ask the question, why did Jesus plan this demonstration? I believe that it is fair to say that he was obeying the word of God and he was fulfilling prophecy. For in the book of Zechariah, chapter 9, verse 9, remember now in the Old Testament, Zechariah 9, 9, this verse says, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Look at this. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just, and having salvation lowly, and riding upon an ass, 
and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. Yes, he was obeying the word of God and he was fulfilling prophecy years before this happened. It is prophesied in the book of Zechariah that this will happen. Let me read it for you again. Verse 9, chapter 9. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, thy king cometh unto thee. He is just. And having salvation, lowly, and riding upon an ass, and upon a colt, the foal of an ass. This prophecy could only apply to Jesus Christ himself. For he is the only one with the credentials that prove that he is Israel's king. Among the crowds arriving on foot in Jerusalem for the Passover festival, Jesus chose to make his notable entry a donkey. There is no other record as far as I can remember of Jesus riding on a donkey. This must have been a deliberate act. This was well planned. Where did he get this donkey from? We read in chapter 21, verse 1 and 2 of Matthew. And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethage, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus to disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied, and a colt with her, loose them, and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, you shall say, The Lord had need of him, and straightway he will send them. Time is up for today, but I promise you, I'll be back next day and pick up right where we stop today. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Thank you, Lord, for sending your Son, our Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming in and dying in our place. We love you. We praise you. We appreciate you. We adore you for who you are and for all that you have done. And Lord, for allowing us to be a part of what you are doing here on planet Earth, we thank you so much. Bless your people. Save the lost. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. May God bless you as you share these devotions. Do have a great day.